Hey folks, welcome back and welcome to the new listeners out there. Uh, let's see, there's something that's just been raking at me and it's, of course, what's going on now with the renewed uh, focus on, not renewed, uh, I guess re-ramped up focus on this scandemic that's going on uh, plaguing everything around the globe. It's uh, It just absolutely amazes me. I mean... <laughs> Is I don't know if there's anyone out there. Hope, I mean, hopefully there are others out there that feel the same that I do. That the only way to describe it is I feel like I mean I'm living through a dream, like I'm in the ultimate bizarro world Twilight Zone episode, where everyone, darn near everybody, has lost their collective minds over something that is basically proven to be. Non, not, well, I don't want to say non-existent, but it's been proven to be benign and basically a bad cold. And yet the entire effing world has lost their minds over this ridiculous thing. And, and the thing that bothers me the most is that it's because everyone's lost their mind over it just Simply being told that this thing was a bad deal. And then really, if you think back on how they were talking about it, it really wasn't put out there. I mean, maybe right at the beginning in March and April-ish that was put out there as being a bad thing. But not long after that, the whole idea that it was a super deadly thing kind of went away. And then the focus was renewed onto the cases, supposed cases, of this uh, infection and, you know, the way I look at it now, I mean, the true pandemic, the true virus that's going around is utter, I mean, collective, utter insanity and stupidity. That's the true virus going around. It's this mental virus. You know, I think I've, on a past uh, rant, I've, you know, talked about the mental virus of, you know, uh, that, that, that affects most everybody of uh, the desire to be essentially a slave, you know, give up uh, any kind of, uh, uh, you, know, you know, freedom to an overlord like the government to take care of you. You know, that's, that is a human virus, a mental virus that won't go away. This thing, this utter insanity over the scandemic is, is it, at least in my lifetime, 40 years of my lifetime, is the most absolutely amazing collective madness, insanity, and quite frankly, just it just shows the lack of utter mental uh, like uh, effort, total mental laziness on majority of people. Not I would say a majority of people because you do see uh, finally people in certain areas, certain countries, uh, a lot of people banding together and protesting against lockdowns and masks and all this because masks, I mean, Jesus. Uh, and, and for good reason. I mean, we're at a point now where enough is known about what's going on to where like our clear-headed, honest, moral, ethical people, and if there are any honest, moral, ethical people in leadership within the governments, even down to the county level, if any of those people existed, they would be basically saying, no, we're done. You know, we're, it, we, 
there is no evidence that this thing is a giant, giant killer. I mean, let's, let's kind of break it down. You know, what, what is the evidence they have? Well, number one, it's basically now a, you know, I call it a scam demic. And I think that there's, I mean, there's no way to, to argue against that, but no, it's a case demic. You've heard, probably heard this, this, uh, phrase used a lot. And that's because all they talk about is the rising number of cases as if, a case of something matters, you know, what really matters? Well, what matters in the end is, is it killing people? Are people dying when they contract this supposed thing? Well, now, because 99.8% of people do not die from this thing, they can't say that it's like a deadly pandemic. It's a, oh, the cases are rising. The cases are rising. And then they try to push it off as saying, well, you know, the more cases, the more deaths we'll have. Which, if you actually look at the statistics, that is absolutely not true. I'll get into, you know, how they actually figure out, or they think they figure out, or they categorize what a, what a, uh, I like, I like one of these guys I like on YouTube. He calls it the coof. <laughs> uh, I think it's hilarious, you know, but, uh, anyway, of dying from this thing is just the, the chances are basically nil. And then very slight if you're above 70 or 80, 80 years old, which once you're above 80 years old, you're basically past the average age of life in the first place. So naturally your body's starting to break down and smaller and smaller things are going to really affect you. You know, pneumonia is bad, really bad when you're 80 years old, you know, versus when you're younger, it's really bad. But, you know, chances are you're going to survive, especially if you're healthy. So anyway... Let me get about this case, case demic thing. Well, okay. They start claiming that there's all these rising cases and whatnot. And what do governments do? Oh, we got to lock everything back down. Not to mention the fact that there is no, there's actually evidence against lockdowns doing anything. And so, I mean, basically lockdowns are the worst possible thing you can possibly do. Yet all these governments collectively are trying, are doing it around the world and re, re locking down as we speak, which just, it, it just drives me nuts, especially as someone who with my family has a small business and we are directly affected by these lockdowns, I don't see how, I mean, if they locked everything down, I don't see how some people are not going to absolutely lose their mind now, especially if they lose everything, you know, they lose their business again. Let's say they made it through, but now they lose it. Or let's say they thought they were going to lose it. They went down to the depths, but they came back up and then this lockdown happens again. And then they finally lose it. There's going to be a lot of people losing their minds and a lot of shit's going to go down. That's number one. I guarantee that's going to happen. But number two, so, you know, they're basing all these rising cases on, you know, supposedly getting all these positives coming in from, you know, these tests, especially this PCR test. So what's fascinating about this is the folks that actually invented the test itself, for a specific purpose, are now speaking out against how it's being used to test for this scandemic. So what does that mean? Well, long story short, the test basically takes, you know, the culture or the sample and they place it because it, it, these samples and these virus, supposed virus RNA samples are so small that in order to actually detect it, they have to be amplified. And they do this through what's called basically cycles. Right. Cycle turn, turn time, basically. And you got to do each time you do it, it, it magnifies it 
you know, exponentially to where you can finally see it. Well, the bakers of the test basically say, and not to mention uh, Fauci and others have said, if you if you run it through thirty five up to thirty five cycles, that's typically more or less normal, I guess. But anything above thirty five cycles will either it will basically detect anything, okay, and make a false positive uh, almost guaranteed. So it basically renders the test worthless. Well, lo and behold, Jesus Christ, all these PCR tests for the COVID thing are following an FDA guideline that says. Up to 40 cycles. Okay. Well, all the folks, all the testing centers, they're running these things way, way above, above 35 cycles. And lo and behold, what's happening? All these positives, which are false positives. Okay. But here's the ironic thing about it. Even with mishandling the tests and getting all these false positives to add to the supposed total, co- uh, Coof numbers, it's still not that big a deal. You know, we're still at a, what a, what a sub 3% infection rate in this country and in a, a like a, a 0.01% death rate with this, even with all the false positives. You know, and they have this number, 250,000 counts in the United States and rising. Well, how many of those are 100% false positives? You know, guaranteed, probably, I mean, I, I don't, I just thought a number, but I mean, you know, you, you, you probably can guess that there are a lot, a lot more than not, let's just say. So even that 3% slash, you know, 0.02% or whatever it is of deaths is much less than what these worthless tests for this thing are doing. So there's that. Well, let me just stop here. Even if the tests were 100% accurate, even if, and we had a 250,000 supposed like deaths on this thing in this country, is it still a pandemic? Even at that number? Well, the answer is absolutely not. I mean, how many people die of medical malpractice in this country a year? 500,000 people a year? A year. Yet we're closing everything down for something that's killed Coming up on a year on 250,000 people? Should we close down our entire medical industry? Because twice as many die every year from, from medical malpractice? I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. And I just, again, I have to say, it amazes me how blind and lazy the people are in this country and around the world. You know, not the folks that are actually protesting. But just to lie down and accept it. And say, oh, okay, this is normal. We're scared. You know, it's, uh, blah, blah. You know this is absolutely, I mean, it, it just boggles the mind. So anyway, there's the, the ridiculousness around the, the testing and the cases and everything. But then we talk about these lockdowns. I mean, and how, and, 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 uh, uh, recommendations and re- regulation around, or, you know, number one, most of these things, these people have no power even putting them out there. They just, they type them up in these like, official looking and sounding orders, you know, and all this, and then people just blindly follow them. Uh, I'm happy to start hearing that sh- certain sheriffs around the country are saying, we're not going to enforce a lot of these stupid, stupid, uh, dictates is what they are. They're not even laws. More should stand up 
and refused to do that. More police chiefs should stand up and, and say, we're not, no longer, you know, we're not going to enforce any of this stuff. But anyway, so <clears throat> where was I? Oh, yeah. So people just like rolling over and urinating themselves whenever, you know, the, the government comes out and says, uh, you got to shut down your life. You got to close down your business to, uh, you know, to prevent the spread, you know, spread of what? I mean, <laughs> You know, there are some uh, very interesting articles out there of some folks questioning whether does this thing even exist? Because evidently up to this point, it's never been viewed or pictured. You know, if someone could find a picture, I'd love to see it. But the thing about it is, if a test that's designed to find this stuff has to be pushed beyond its recommended usage, way beyond just to somehow find a positive, a, a positive, I guess, culture of the coronavirus, which if you really look into it, it's not COVID-19 that it's testing positive for. It's for a possible coronavirus that has existed in your system ever. Okay. And what does that mean? Well, the common cold is a coronavirus. So if you've ever had a common cold, most common colds, I believe, are, are common coronavirus. If you've ever had a common cold, or forget it, something. If it goes beyond that 35 cycle threshold, it's going to find something. You know, it's going to basically manufacture something, you know, to, to test positive for. So in doing so, you know, if you've ever had anything, then it's going to say, oh, oh, you got COVID-19. You know, there's so much fishy bullshit around this thing that it drives me nuts and that people aren't even questioning it. It just it makes me lose faith in uh, my fellow man. It truly does. I just, I don't understand it anymore. So there's that. There's all these cases and all this stuff and all this bullshit. And of course you got the media, you know, they'll have their case count and their death count on their, uh, on their screen. Now, I mean, let's go back to the death part. Now, how corrupt is that system? Well, you know, hospitals and, and what I've been understanding is, uh, so you have a death certificate that has basically two levels of, Cause of death, you know, like the first level, section one or whatever you want to call it, that's like the direct cause of death. Okay. And, uh, that's typically where the statistics are drawn from. The second level is like comorbidities, basically things that may be contributed, but it's not like the ultimate total cause. Well, when all this, when this whole thing started, uh, the coof was always put in the section two. Okay. Now the problem with that was hospitals, if they diagnose someone with COVID and then if they get to an emergency or ventilator, and then if they die, they get certain extra level levels of payments. Okay. Well, you can't tell me that's not an incentive to basically, if someone comes in with a common cold freaking out because of the, everyone's, everything they hear is, Oh my God, you have a cough or a sniffle. You have COVID go to the hospital, and then the doctor can basically, even without a test, look at them and say, oh, you have COVID-like symptoms. So now you're categorized as, as COVID. So they get paid for that. And then you die. So they say, well, you know, we died of uh, COVID. So we'll put that on the death certificate with, without having, having a knowledge or, or clue that that's actually what happened. Okay. All that. And then when that happens, that goes that straight down to that statistic of a uh, number of people who died. From COVID. So again, remember, 
putting it on the death certificate doesn't mean that it that it's right because there's no there's no common or universal way or common understanding of the best way to number one diagnose number two ultimately figure out that's exactly what killed somebody okay and if they happen to let's say had a positive test which remember most are false positives at any point in time leading up to their death well then that's definitely going to go as a COVID death you know so this whole system's utterly corrupt, utterly corrupt to the core. And the problem is we, I mean, we know it, it's really kind of all, all on us. It's all our fault. Hold on. Sorry. I had to uh, <clears throat> shut the door if you're getting some of that background noise, but anyway, it's all on us for allowing this shit to happen. I mean, in the end, you know, it's just, it, it, it's these petty tyrants out there that are basically ruining our lives, shutting down, everything, ruining our businesses. And all for what? I mean, something like this can't be, cannot be a situation where folks are, you know, they're just wrong, right? I mean, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, we were wrong. No, 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 no. We're way past that point, okay? Folks in power now are, are either criminally complicit with what's going on, knowing that everything's bullshit, yet still wanting to maintain power over us. And I, I do, they're certainly okay with destroying the economy and, and whatnot. And why is that? Well, I don't know. I have some theories. But let's say, okay, regardless what the reason is, if that's the case, well, number one, then as far as I'm concerned, they are not legitimate rulers over me. You know, they are not folks that are even worthy or qualified to be a leader or and lead me. So if that's not the case, then that means they're ignorant and they're too lazy to figure out what it is and then shut, stop this stuff. Well, being lazy or ignorant to me immediately disqualifies them from being a leader over me, leader, a leader of me, I should say. So either way, these people that are, these politicians that are, are allowing this to go on, are completely disqualified at the very least. And number two, morally complicit with everything that happens. And it's their fault at this point if they continue to allow it to happen. So that's what number one, what everyone should understand and, and realize about what's going on here. You know, every single leader right now, unless they're speaking out against it and standing up and fighting against it and eliminating these lockdowns, these stupid mask mandates, because masks do nothing. All this stuff, if they're not fighting against it, then they are morally complicit to, to what, to the negative consequences that happen. All the people that killed themselves with alcohol poisoning or suicide or, or, you know, all the depression, all this stuff, all the failed businesses, the, the, you know, the dreams that were destroyed when all this stuff was finally started to be, people started, finally started to realize truly what was going on and how much if this thing is not a big deal. And I, I really say that's probably at the latest around July, maybe August at the latest, where they should start realizing this. Every single politician who continued this this uh, process and continued these policies should be immediately removed from office. They're disqualified just from incompetence, number one, but also morally and ethically. They're bankrupt. If, and if they're just lazy and ignorant because they don't want to look, they don't want to look into the facts and take a stand. Well, then that's, I mean, it, this is absolutely ridiculous what's going on. 
And everyone who is not as uh, passionate about this as me and who just goes along because like, well, it's what the, it's what the powers that be say. We got to listen to it for the collective good. Da, da, da. Anyone like that is also morally complicit in this thing. I mean, it, it, it's just absolutely unbelievable how, how the reality is so easy to see, so easy to find out there. You know, if you get off regular social media, which is just a gigantic propaganda arm of, you know, the folks that <laughs> don't want you to know the truth, get off Twitter and Facebook, you know, get out there and just do a little, just do half a day of little of research on this stuff, read different opinions on what's going on and see what actually makes sense. And you know what? Your ain't right meter will go off big time and your gut and your common sense will start telling you something's not right here. We're getting screwed. We're getting bamboozled. You know, the, the, the policies that are being implemented now are just absolutely insane and ridiculous and, uh, evil. Total, total evil. There's no way, there's no other way to describe it. Okay. So, you know, that was kind of a, you know, I don't know, a big, a big rant, obviously about what's going on. And it's because I just, I just, I just, it, it just amazes me. Like, just one more anecdote. So I have a, other than this, the, uh, family business that we're growing at right, right now, at least I have a current, you know, normal call it nine to five day job. And of course it was like everything else. You know, everyone went back, went to home, working from home, uh, when all this stuff went down and now they're trying to push everyone back into the office. Well, in order to get everyone back in the office, you know, they had to go through or, they felt all these companies feel like they have to go through this big, long, drawn out, you know, process of, uh, you know, training all their employees on how to handle the whole, you know, the new situation with blah, blah, blah. And like how, how, uh, we disinfect everything. And, you know, we put up all these barriers a bit between desks and how you, uh, employees, when you're not at your desk, you have to walk around with a mask. Oh. We blocked off every other urinal in the bathroom. Oh, and make sure that there's not more than two people in the bathroom when you go in there and make sure that you, you know, you, you're six feet away from someone when you're walking past each other in the hall and no more than two people in an elevator because God forbid you can't get more than six feet apart. You know, all this stuff is just based on absolute insanity, arbitrary, arbitrariness, uh, not based in any kind of facts. And it's, it's, it's pervaded everything. Now, and I get it. The companies, they're afraid of getting sued because the thing, the thing, the, also the thing about it is because it's such a nebulous thing that like you can't put your finger on, you can't prove why not. And yet our, and our society is so, uh, so prone to suing over every little thing and juries are here are so prone to, to, to awarding the sewer, especially if it's a little guy against a big company that all these companies are now going, uh, you know, way past the point of uh, sanity to, so that they can, in the, ca in, in the case that when they get sued, they can go and say, here are all the protocols. I like how they call it protocols that we go through and force our employees to go through. So there's no way they could have gotten sick here, blah, 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 blah. Cause we force them to attest to, you know, their temperature every morning and before they enter the building and all this, I mean, all this draconian garbage. That is absolutely completely pointless because as we know, this thing is not really even a thing, except unless you're really old or you are very sick. Uh, yeah, so, 
So if you're a healthy employee, you still have to go through all this garbage. Not to mention, there's there's no such thing as being an asymptomatic so-called carrier. I mean, if you got it, you're sick. You know, that other stuff, that's such utter bullshit. So anyway, you know, you could do simple things. I mean, even if it was something that's like, I don't know, we're kind of worried about it. Just say, look, man, if you're sick, stay home. Ooh, how's that any different than before? You know? Oh, hey, if you're sick, don't go see an old person in the, in the old folks' home. How is that any different than before? You know? Oh, you know, I have a bad cold. Or, oh, you know what? I got bronchitis, but I'm still going to go see, uh, I'm going to go see grandma who's 90 years old. You know, you, you wouldn't do that before this. So, I mean, these basic precautions to protect people that are very sick and old, it's no different than what you would have done before. How can this be? Am, am I the only one out here who who sees this and who who's going literally mentally insane myself because of what's going on? I wonder. I'm like, man, I just I got to take deep breaths. I got to figure out, okay, how to get past this because there's nothing I can do for everyone out there. I got to figure out ways that I can find you know uh, solace in what's going on, like. I'm constantly trying to think think about like, is there any place in this planet that ha- at least has a, more people thinking of, or, you know, thinking along the ways that I do, to where it's like I don't have to worry about the total utter people flipping to a total utter insanity over something stupid like this. Like, is there any place where people are conditioned to think for themselves, you know, to think a little deeper about things? I mean. I don't know. It's definitely not where I live, right, where I am right now, unfortunately. I mean, I thought it used to be that case here. I mean, I'm in Texas and I, and I, I think parts of it are, but there is no like overall Texas culture anymore. That's long. That's been dead for a while and it's being killed even more, especially definitely not in the big cities because you got all the, you know, the, the, the people from California and New York, whoever's moving here from those areas that are bringing their mental virus of big government down here and ruining everything that may, there, there's gotta be a way. There's gotta be a way to come together with people, folks that think similarly and, you know, set up an area, set up some sort of, uh, you know, I call it an oasis from the insanity, you know, and say, look, we're not insane. Don't come here if you're mentally insane. If you buy all that stuff, if you're looking for handouts from the collective, you know, government, don't come here if you're looking for that. Come here if you're independent, you know, if, if you want to be independent, if you're independent, you can take care of yourself, you know, think for yourself. That's the folks that we want. Where can we do that? Where can we set that up? That's what I'm looking to figure out. That's what I, that's where I want to go. And I think. As I've said several times before in this thing, you know, in order to get there, we got to first individually, we got to kind of, we got to save ourselves. And that starts with saving ourselves mentally, which starts with thinking for yourself and coming to your own conclusions. Don't buy what all the propaganda out there and all the noise is trying to tell you. You know, you look through it, see if it passes your ain't right meter and ask yourself, is that, is that really the truth? You know? I mean, we got to do that. And then once we kind of break those chains, those mental chains, then we got to figure out what I've realized is we got to control our own method of living, you know, control our own income, 
control the way that we take care of ourselves. And then if we can do that, then we can control the way we take care of our family, our immediate family. And then beyond that, we can say, okay, let's bring that ability to that oasis, wherever it may be, you know, and help build that community together. I mean, that's, that's what's needed. And that's what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to try to get across here as we go, you know, forward in this, in these, uh, rants, these leave the swamp rants is, you know, how do you save yourself? You know, how do I save myself? How do I save my family? And in turn, how do you do those same things? I mean, I, I, I'm hoping if you're listening to this, you know, you think, you kind of think along the lines that I do. You look around on a daily basis and say, everything's gone insane. Everyone's insane. It's absolutely amazing. I got to get out of here. I got to go somewhere where not everyone is insane. Not everyone's scared. You know, not everyone is uh, always scared about the next boogeyman that the government will throw out at you, you know. Well, anyway, that's, <laughs> I had to get that off my chest, get it on the record. Um, it's just, it, it, I'm just absolutely amazed. So I'm going to keep working heads down uh, with my family, with my wife on our escape plan, you know, build our business. I hope reaction to this stupid bullshit doesn't get worse to where it affects us too bad. But you know what? It's going to be an amazing learning experience. It's going to be an amazing adventure. There will be opportunities out there. You're going to try to keep my mind and eyes open to them, you know, and all, all with the goal of saving ourselves, right? Save yourself. All with the goal of personally seceding from the insanity of society. You know, that's, that's what we need to all do. All like-minded folks, that's what we need to do. And just say, anyone else who wants to be a mental slave and physical slave, go on your own. Just let us be on our own and we'll figure stuff out. All right, folks. Well, that's enough of that rant. I'll come back with another one uh, later. Thanks again for listening and y'all take care.